Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time, and that wherever and whenever you happen to be on this big blue marble hurtling through space, that you are able to take a beat and take it in stride every time you get delayed. Every time you're disappointed and every time you have setbacks, we all have them. Everybody in the world has had these things occur and it seems a little bit like it's happening to a lot of people right now. We have expectations that haven't happened yet. We have needs to be filled that haven't happened yet we have plans that we've made that have been delayed we all have uh, hopes and dreams that are just put on hold and it's just such a big disappointment it's been a big disappointment lately this year has, has shaped up to be a pretty disappointing year so far And it's necessary to realize that there are some things in our lives that we cannot control. It's beyond our control. We cannot control the virus. Right now, the virus is pretty much controlling us, actually. And so the few men in the laboratory who created this and then released it and blamed it on a bat eater... (laughs) You know, those those guys had no idea how much this thing would mutate and how much would come out of it. Deaths and etc. They had no idea how what was going to happen, but they single-handedly have destroyed the lives of millions of people. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of things have happened. So at this time in the world, there's a lot of energy of disappointment setbacks and delays you know next year during the time in which a lot of shows are released um, TV shows and even movies there's not going to be nearly as many released this is the first time Hollywood has shut down since it began to, uh, to this extent this is the first time I mean, air travel, just travel in general, the travel industry. I think this is the first time this has ever happened in the travel industry to this extent. You know, 
so it's everybody, everyone across the board. We're all having delays and disappointments and setbacks. And I don't know if it helps you to know that you're not the only one going through this. You know it obviously, you know it intellectually, but emotionally it's hard to reconcile that unless you really think about it. You're not the only one. You're not alone in this boat. You're not the only one that can't make a living right now. You're not the only one that can't travel, go on that vacation you've been planning. You know, there's a lot of, lot of wild things in the world right now. Not just coronavirus, but like freaking massive clouds of locusts. That's got to be disappointing as hell. Definitely a setback for all the farmers. Plant your crops, they come up in massive amounts of locusts come and eat them all. It's like, what the hell? Springtime is a lovely time for the honeybees in Oregon to go flying around and gathering up pollen from all their blooming flowers. And this year, they're being murdered by hornets instead. Here in Ecuador, it's starting to heat up again. Winter time is the time we don't have as much rain, and it's a little bit hotter. Where I live, it's not terribly hot, hardly ever. But I don't know. Oh, excuse me. I do notice a lot of. I I am noticing a lot of. You know, like the temperatures rising, a lot more sun. Sun feels stronger, and. People are getting antsy. People are like starting to freak out about the, the, the mask thing. And this whole time, up until like four days ago, I, I wasn't going out. I hadn't gone out the whole time. And then I just, my son had been wanting to move. I wanted to move. And then this mold thing cropped up this just this week. And I'm like, that's it. We're freaking moving. I think it was on Saturday. Maybe Friday it happened in this area. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> We're looking for a new apartment right now. And I wrote people on Saturday about the apartments in here. Tomorrow, again, is Saturday. And I've already paid for a place and, and I already have the keys. I got the keys to my new house. And because of this stupid coronavirus, I can't move until Monday. We got the keys. We even bought fruits and vegetables from the fruit and vegetable guy. And we met him and his mother. And they were there from their farm with all their produce. Fresh from the farm. Every week we're going to have fresh from the farm produce. Absolutely incredible. And we, we got it. We walked all the way back to the house. Put it in. Put on the counter. And we thought, well, we're going to be back in a couple hours with our stuff we're moving and thank God and the neighbor Juanita was outside with her dogs and she looked at me and she said you can't come back today it's almost 2 o'clock and I was like oh my God oh my God by the time we got home it was 10 minutes after 1 and we met another neighbor really cool neighbor he has a taxi So he brought us home. Pretty cool. Ripped us off by eight cents, but I'm not going to complain. He's our neighbor, right? So, oh my God. (laughs) 
taxi drivers here do that anyway, but I'm not going to quibble over eight cents, you know, not right now, not during a pandemic, but we got home and we tried to call the transporte mixto, which is basically, um, trucks for hire, just like a taxi cab. And they only pay, you only pay them like maybe $2 more and you could haul a load of anything you want. You just, you just call these companies, they come and you load their truck and they take you to wherever, you know, it's not like a moving company where they have to like, you know, you don't have to have a contract and move everything, you know, um, on a certain day and a certain time and have it scheduled and check out everything, make sure there's no roaches in it or whatever. Yeah. It's like crazy. You know, in the, in the States, everything's crazy. You know, where it's like $29 to rent a, a U-Haul. My cut, my um, uncle, he calls him a y'all haul. <laughs> I'm going to get, I'm going to get me a y'all haul. <sighs> yeah. He talks like he's from the South. Sometimes he's not. I, I grew up with people from the South. So every now and again, I'll get an Oki accent going usually late at night. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the U S and, and here it's like night and day difference. You have to pay $30 for a truck because you're moving. It's like everything is gouged in the States. Funerals. <laughs> yeah. Even on eBay for like years, I've had my own coffin picked out just in case. I told my kid about the other day. I'm like, yeah, I found these coffin makers and they're like $500 for the coffin. And they're hand carved wooden angels. They're really beautiful. Like the craftsmanship are, is incredible. You know, not like after I'm dead, I'm ever going to see this thing, but it's so much better than being in grief and having to pay 10,000, 20,000, $30,000 for something that's honestly not worth that. You know, you're going to see it once lower in the ground, but a boom, but a bang, cha-ching, there's your $30,000. It's like, it's unfair. Did you guys know that you could buy a casket off of eBay? It's kind of morbid, but <laughs> I was looking at it just as curious one day. I'm like, funerals cost so freaking much money, you know? So I just was wondering about it probably like 11 or 12 years ago, but it might still be on my eBay wish list. <laughs> it's a really weird thing to have on a wish list, right? I think I knew someone who died back then and, and I was just like, man, this is too expensive. It's really too much. I wonder if I could do better. I think it's because of my dad. It was when my dad died, honestly. It was about maybe 17 years ago when my dad died and I was just like looking and we were, my brother and I had to pick out his casket and we were really shocked at how A, ugly the caskets were and how B, expensive they were. I'm like, yeah, screw that. I don't want to put my family in debt just because I died, right? So, so sad. But, but anyway, we had it. We had this, dis, this disappointment and the setback today it was very disappointing. It was, it was disheartening to go from this beautiful community where everybody is smiling and everybody is content the energy was powerful. The sun is, seems like it's brighter over there. 
And you guys, my dream came true when I went there and I saw Lobo, the white dog. He has kind of like blondish fur. It's kind of like a, he's like a platinum blonde color. And he was way over there and he saw me and his smile and he ran as fast as he could with that big smile and his tongue hanging out of his mouth. (laughs) Just like in my dream. And he let me pet him just like in my dream. And I'm like, oh my God. I knew it. That was the dream. I recognized him from the dream the other day. But what I had actually seen in my dream actually came true today. And a few, maybe 30 minutes ago, I was watching the very last episode of the new TV show starring Dylan McDermott. I just, I follow him on Twitter and he put a clip, which was so hilarious. And I just, I said, this is such a funny show. I was, I just watched the first episode and I told him I loved it. And he, and he put a, he put a heart. He liked it that I said that like, oh, it's kind of a little interaction is kind of cool. I've always loved Dylan McDermott and my, my, um, husband who's, who died family, um, they're related to the McDermott clan and there's a lot of McDermott's around, but I think they're all related. So somehow he's, he actually has the same, my husband had the same blue eyes as Dylan McDermott. I mean, blue eyes run in Irish families. Like you've never seen anywhere else, man. But <laughs> so I kind of feel like he might be like a cousin to my husband or something. Some somewhere down the line. But, um, yeah, anyway, uh, I was watching the end, the very last episode today. And as I was watching it, there was this one part and I realized that about two years ago, maybe, yeah, I guess it was about two years ago, maybe two years in a month, something like that. I think it was actually when I knew I was about ready to move into this place and I had a dream. I do. I always dream my future just a little bit, like a few days ahead. And I had a dream that I was going to live in this place and move into this place and be here for a long time. But then there was going to come a time in which I left this place that I was going to move into a really nice house that was totally different, totally different vibe. And that I was sitting here thinking about all the things I needed to do and mad at this place for having mold. Cause now I've got to deal not only just with moving, but spraying everything down to bleach before we put on the truck, get it over there, put it out in the, in the patio in the sunshine, making sure everything gets a lot of sun to kill any potential toxic mold and then bleach it all down again. Vinegar down all of our clothes to get rid of all the toxic mold and all the spores that may or may not be there just in case. And I remember in this dream, I was like angry at this, that I, that that I've been, that I should know better, but I moved in this place anyway and lived here for two years. And then this happened and 
in my dream, I watched the last, I was watching the last episode of the show Hollywood. I didn't know what it was called in my dream, but this, this one scene where, um, Henry's talking to Rock Hudson and he's trying to apologize to him. And I remember the feeling of the scene, the energy of it that made me feel kind of sick and sad inside. And it was like that kind of feeling that the scene gave me. And then that coupled with the, the uh, mold in the house and knowing that I've lived here for a couple years by moving to a better place. So being sad and feeling sick inside about what's going on on the TV and being sad and sick inside about what's going on in my, my apartment that I'm getting ready to leave. And it is like this massive deja vu. And I just have this like 30 minutes ago, this massive deja vu of all of this memory of a dream. So like I knew two years ago that all this was going to happen. And it's like, really now? (laughs) But I couldn't have moved last month because I tried and there was nothing available. I tried the month before and we just didn't have enough time and the apartments we're interested in were not available and the ones that we definitely were not interested in were available. But it's like the timing has to be right, you know? And so we were delayed, we were delayed. We had setbacks and delays. Coronavirus is a setback and a delay for all of us. You know, but I know there's a reason for everything. And I don't know why I have to be stuck here in this apartment for two more days. I don't know why. But I do know that Monday morning, because I have to be done by two in the afternoon, come Monday morning, we have to get, we have to have all of our stuff lined up, put it all in a truck and just jet, just get the hell out of here. So I know, you know, starting Monday, I'll not, not be here. I am taking next week off. I'm pretty sure. I mean, unless they come on Tuesday to give my, give us our internet. I I don't see it happening guys. So I wanted to tell you in advance, I'm probably not gonna probably not going to work next week, but I'll begin my, I'll be like spraying the crap out of everything I own with bleach water and vinegar. But, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's weird. I mean, maybe, maybe I needed somehow one more example of my prophetic powers or something. It was just so weird just to sit here like 30 minutes ago and have that massive deja vu. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I started remembering I had this dream that all this stuff happened. Not all this stuff, but just the, you know, the basic gist of what, of why we're moving. Basically the mold and not feeling comfortable here emotionally. But it's very strange. I mean... I don't know now if it was a warning that I did not heed. (laughs) The feeling inside, I I had ignored that. But the feeling that I had of seeing Lobo in my dream the other day, before I met him in real life, I felt 
happy and warm and welcomed and I had no sick or sad feelings so maybe finally for once I'm on the right path I had a dream that I have an earth angel (laughs) of a very sweet person who came to me in a dream early this morning and it was such an amazing dream I woke up like kind of crying because it was incredible and what the dream was is that I was depressed and I was just sitting in the living room I think in LA and I didn't know what to do with myself I had another disappointment and Jane Fonda was one of my best friends in my dream and she was sitting on the floor and she had like no shoes on I think she had nylons on which is weird (laughs) and she was just sitting there and she kind of had her her elbow propped up on the couch and she's looking at me and she was saying you know hon you've got to always pick the best most positive thought you can muster in this moment and you have to do the best for yourself and show up for yourself because you can't expect other people to show up for you every day they have to show up for themselves and sometimes that takes them away from you you know you have to be your own best cheerleader and your own best positive self so say your affirmations every day darling that's what she was telling me I'm like okay and I said I really love you Jane she's like well I love you too and that's that's why I'm here and I'm gonna help you I'm like all right that's great thank you I really appreciate that you're like the best friend you know you're like one of the best friends I've ever had and she's like well I feel the same way about you and I'm like all right and I woke up and I was crying I was like oh my god that's Jane Fonda my son and I have a plan because I don't know if you guys have ever heard her workouts or been like done even her yoga workout I mean there's no keeping up with this person she is incredibly dynamic but that's our plan is if we ever get COVID-19 we're gonna just do Jane Fonda because she's so positive and amazing and energetic during her workouts (laughs) we're like we're gonna do that every day exercising will keep you from dying from this but um so I don't know is Jane is Jane Fonda my spirit animal (laughs) is she my earth angel I don't know will I ever meet her I don't know that might be a prophetic dream I don't know felt real though it felt like it was really like it really the thing she was saying kept landing you know and I was just like oh she really made me feel deeply so it was a cool dream honestly it was a very neat dream but but the universe sometimes will delay us and set us back prevent us from doing what we want to do for a while because it's testing you and I told you about this the other day and sometimes it's not the universe though. sometimes it's you sometimes you're the one that wants something so bad that you are not really dotting all the I's or crossing all the T's or really reading the small print and you just want it so bad you're just like I want now I don't care the rules be damned (laughs) and then you get delayed because now you have to realize what the rules were 
today when signing my contract in person with the landlady, um, I didn't have a pen. She only had one pen. She asked me to sign the contracts. I got to the third, the third one. She wanted three copies. And by the time I got to the third one, the pen ran out halfway through my name. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Are you freaking kidding me? And she just started laughing so hard. She's like, no, not my only pen. What are we going to do? I'm like, oh my God, we're going to have to like go to the store, be sprayed in the face with alcohol, just to go get a freaking pen. Oh my God. And we were like laughing and it was like, we just, we just burst out laughing. It was like very solemn and very like, this is, you know, this is the, you know, the strainer, this is the cutting board, this is the knife set, you know, she was just very like wanting to get it, get done, you know, here's where we could go through all the rooms, room by room, I'm going to show you how everything works, you know, and then we get to the part where I'm signing and she just, we, we just burst out laughing when the pen stopped working, we're like, no way. You know, like all these weird little hurdles and obstacles, we get to the very last one and we were kind of nervous. I know she was, and that broke the tension. And then all of a sudden the pen started working again. I was like, huh, see the universe will bring you what you want, but it will delay you if it's not the right timing. And today it just, I don't know why. I don't know why we didn't, we weren't able to move, but, but Hey, you know, I paid on the 13th and, and it's, uh, the 15th and I'm not gonna move till the, see, 15, 16, 17, 18th, (laughs) five days I'm delayed. There's a reason, and I don't know what that is, but there's a reason. Even my signature on my, oh, what do you call it? The internet the internet, um, they wanted me to sign with a finger on my tablet or phone or whatever, the contract through the email. And so because of COVID-19, all the companies in Ecuador are forced into this insane thing where you have to sign your name with a finger or a mouse. Like everyone has a mouse these days. No one has a mouse with their laptops. I mean, some people do, but it's rare. Like, and so I signed it with a finger and it said it was accepted. I'm like, awesome. And then all of a sudden tonight at 8.30 at night, they, uh, the broker was like, no, you have to sign it again. And I'm like, well, obviously I was signing with a finger. It's a lot harder to sign your name with a finger than a pen, which has a very tiny tip on it. Your fingers are fat compared to the tip of a pen, right? <laughs> it's like... This is so stupid. All the delays are so stupid. I'm like, oh my God. So I signed my name again and I just finally, they said a couple hours later, okay, you're finally approved. I'm like, man, now is my six days of, you know, not having internet, six business days now starting from tonight. That means a week from Monday, I'll finally have internet instead of sometime this week. So like all this stuff, all this stuff. That's why we're, you know, I don't know why it all has to be like this. 
but maybe next week will roll around and all of the delays will have been made clear. And we're going to go, oh, oh. Cool. When we got there today and and the landlady was opening the door, the neighbor's dog ran out of our house. <laughs> and she's like, oh, we were looking for you, Blackie. Oh, my God. She's like, you know, the dogs do come with the house, even though they're the neighbor's dogs. They're going to be here more. And I'm like, yeah, probably. Lobo, especially. Lobo loves me. But, um, you know, and we want to be over there so bad. And it's like, what? Maybe we just had to have a way to say goodbye to this place. The pigeons have been attentive to us more. You know, they see us and they fly as fast as they can across to see us. So we're going to say goodbye to the pigeons, Fred and Ethel Mertz. And they're massive host of children. My, my son looked into it and it turns out pigeons can have nine babies a year. <laughs> it's like so crazy. They just had another baby. And the last time they had twins. Tim and Tom. <laughs> I don't know. Everything is changing, you guys. Everything feels like it's changing, like in a big, massive way. I have no idea where we're gonna land, but anytime we have the di- the disappointments and the delays, like look, every time you are in a relationship with someone and it doesn't work out, consider that a blessing because that person's not your one person anyway. You know, it doesn't. You know, like. Marilyn Monroe said bad things fall apart so that better things can fall together basically something like that it's not the direct quote but it's the gist and I believe it I believe it you know there's so many things that I wanted to do and I was so disappointed when those things did not happen and in time it becomes clear So you have to sit back, take a deep breath and go, okay, universe, I'm going to trust you this time because you've got my back. You're conspiring in my favor and everything's going to be okay. So you just have to trust. You got to trust your higher guidance, trust the universe people don't work out with you because they're, they have someone else waiting for them and your person has been waiting for you and you can't be with your person unless the current relationship falls apart. Sometimes you get fired from a job and it's okay because you, you, a better job is around the corner or better opportunities around the corner. You know, guys, remember, I almost bought that house in Paradise, California. And in the fire, it was one of the first ones to go down. It it burned to the ground before 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm not a morning person. Neither is my oldest kid, and I have a feeling if we stayed there, my oldest kid would have still stayed at home. And if she had, she and I would have been dead already. We would have died in that fire. 
No, my son would have been in high school and he would have already been at school. He would have already been up and at it. You know, but I would have gone back to bed or I never would have gone out of bed. And, and we all would have just, you know, or at least my oldest and I would have died in that fire. Sometimes you have a disappointment, but it's to avoid a, a, a greater tragedy than you'll even know. One time I was delayed going to school and I don't, I can't remember exactly what happened, but something, I guess I got halfway to school and realized I forgot something that I absolutely needed that day. And I came back and when I got to my apartment, I had this feeling wash over me that there was going to be a massive car accident and I was going to die in it. And that's why my guardian angel stopped me. And whatever I I forgot, I had to come back for. So I was delayed in getting to school, but I think I avoided a deadly accident. So I went, you know, on my way back over to school, guess what? There was a deadly accident in the road. (laughs) It was going to be me. It would have been me if, um, if I hadn't been delayed. So sometimes... These crazy things happen where you're just like, so frustrating, you get angry, you want to push your way through, you know, your ego gets involved, (laughs) it becomes a hot button issue, like, man, how can you do this to me, you're, you know, you're disappointing me, you're setting me back, you're delaying me, you know, you get mad at the other person or people involved or the universe, but it's always in your favor every time. Every single stinking time the universe conspires in your favor to make your life the best possible outcome, the best possible story. Every time. So don't lament when you have problems or delays because there's a reason for everything. There's absolutely a reason for everything and you're going to be, going to be okay. Things are going to work out exactly the way they're supposed to. So anyway, let's go to spaceweather.com. Solar wind speed today is 304.7 kilometers per second. And there is a report of green and red ripples in the sky. An astronomer at McDonald Observatory observed a planet with fantastic red and green ripples in its atmosphere. And it looks a lot like Texas. I don't know why they say that. But, um, let's see. This is crazy. It says Stephen Hummel. Oh, I wonder if his family is the ones that made those weird little dolls. (laughs) Everybody goes, not everyone goes Gaga 4, but a lot of people do. It's very odd. Anyway. Anyway, he was walking across the famous University of Texas observatory grounds a couple hours ahead of sunset on the 13th of May when he noticed the flash of lightning from a distant thunderstorm. He saw a large column of sprites leaping into the sky and rushed up to set set up his camera. So he recorded this movie. And it says the video shows alternating bands 
a red and green air glow gliding overhead like ripples of a giant pool of water. At the same time, red bolts of upward directed lightning or sprites flash so brightly, he says, I could see them with my unaided eye and it was a fantastic display. So it looks like he has a movie of this. It's not on the first page, but there's a link to it. So if you want to go check it out, you can do that. That's on spaceweather.com. Anyway, uh, there are no, <clears throat> excuse me, no sunspots. We have 13. Oh, here's this, uh, <laughs> here's this number again. Great. 13 days without a sunspot. And by the way, guys, the, the apartment I'm moving into, I did say this yesterday, but it's number 16, which is the number of the tower card. The tower, my least favorite card in all of the tarot. <laughs> I love the double card over this card, and I love getting the death card over this card. In both of those cards, I don't like getting in the reading. But this is my bane. And here we go, moving into place with number 16. I'm shocked it's not 13, to be honest, but it's very, very odd. I just I had to mention that. And there was, oh, there was something else. I was looking for a bank to pay this woman. And I looked up how many branches in the city. There are 13 branches. My son was talking on the phone to his friend. They're sending voice messages back and forth. And like six or seven times in a row, they um, literally recorded 13 seconds worth of voice for each other. In, in, I mean, the number 13 has come up left and right. <laughs> so I want to mention that again. 13 again and again and again. All right. So there hasn't been any change since yesterday in the neutron counts. We're still at a very high range. There have been nine fireballs that were sporadic in NASA's All-Sky camera and the All-Sky Fireball Network, and that's what they reported today, nine fireballs. Now, the coronal holes in the sun basically more uh, solar wind has flown out of it, and that will reach us on May 18th. So, now we're expecting the 16th, the 17th, and the 18th. So, it's going to be a very busy weekend for energy coming in. I'm looking on here to see if there's anything else. Not really seeing anything else. Nothing else to report right now, at least from this website. But spaceweather.com, in case you want to go back and see the red and green ripples in the sky, it sounds eerie to me. Now, I don't know what's going on with disclosurenews.it, but suddenly... They, remember how they used to say everything was Hertz frequency and that's that. Now they're saying that the most frequency the Hertz can be is 8, which we all know is not true because why, I don't know, why would they be reporting last year that it was like 40 or 100 or 20? Now they're saying it can only be 8 and the minimum is 7.29, which is weird. Then they say quality is power, 880, 
and amplitude is power 778. I mean 78. So I don't know what the hell's going on with this website. Now it's impossible to understand. It's easy when everything was for its frequency. And everyone had the same measurement. Now all of a sudden they're making up random words like power this and power that. Anyway, I guess the uh, big numbers today from disclosurenews.it is 72, 78, and 65, and that's in the Schumann Resonance News today. Now, um, heartmath.org, they just haven't gotten their shite together yet, so we will read from their website as soon as we can. Ah, something just happened outside. That's crazy. I don't know if you guys heard that. If I heard that noise in my room, I'd know it's a Laren showing up, but very, very weird. I don't know what that was. It sounded like someone's outside and dropped something, and I know no one's out there. It's a really creepy sound. Anyway, um, all right, moving right along with A Course in Miracles lesson, we've got lesson 297. That's where we're at right now, and here it is. Forgiveness is the only gift I give. Forgiveness is the only gift I give. Forgiveness is the only gift I give because it is the only gift I want. And everything I give, I give myself. This is salvation's simple formula. And I, who would be saved, would make it mine. But to be the way... I live within a world that needs salvation, and that will be saved as I accept atonement for myself. Father, how certain are your ways, how sure their final outcome, and how faithfully is every step in my salvation, set already and accompanied by your grace. Thanks be to you for your eternal gifts. And thanks to you for my identity. Forgiveness is the only gift I give. And there you have it. Um, We're going to look into a couple other things. We have a few moments here. Before we get into Earth Changes Report, and hopefully we'll find some weird news. I've seen a couple things this week from Coast to Coast AM. We might just read from them again because it's always strange and interesting all right here we go we're gonna talk a little bit about the coronavirus right now just we're gonna run down some quick numbers actually I think there's a little bit good news as it compared to last week um, I noticed that the number of dead people have gone down percentage wise so all right here we go In the world today, there's more than 4,500,000 cases. There have been 302,503 deaths, which means almost 1.7 million people have recovered completely from coronavirus. And that's really good news. So when I look at the death rate, remember what it was last week, like 18 or 17%. 
and that's gone down now to 15% out of all the cases with an outcome, 15% die. Well, the odds are getting better in our favor, right? In the United States, there have been almost 87,000 deaths, and they have 1.45 million cases in the United States total from beginning to end. That's a lot. Almost one and a half million people. That's crazy. Let's see. I'm trying to see if there's anything else interesting on this. Not really terribly. It's just same old stuff. So. Okay, that was weird. I, uh, paused it so I could look up something about astrology to share that with you. And all of a sudden I got this massive cosmic power nap sitting up, holding my tablet up to my mouth. Well, like I usually do while I'm looking for a um, article to read you guys or look up some information. And I felt absolutely asleep. Just boom. Whilst I didn't even move. I was still holding the tablet. Woke up. Holy man, it's been almost like 40 minutes. And then I heard something in my hallway. But my son's asleep in his room. No one else is here, which means I just got abducted. No, now I'm going to check. Do I have any <laughs> probings at the base of my skull and neck? I had one the other day. No, okay, no sores. When they put a needle in the back of my head, I feel it. Like later. But, yeah, I don't know why. I think I was just abducted. I'm looking if I have any marks. Nothing visible right now. All of a sudden, I just woke up and I was like, oh, I'm wide awake now. What the hell? <laughs> what just happened? <sighs> I think I am very stressed, but I mean, not to that extent. Maybe it's the stupid mold coming back, too. I was hallucinating yesterday from it. <sighs> really need to get out of here. It's why I'm like, ah, I don't like the delays. All right, bustle.com, which is spelled B-U-S-T-L-E. So bustle.com. They have an article by Nina Khan, and her title is Five Major Planets Are Going Retrograde during Taurus season 2020. Taurus season meaning May. So, believe it or not, not one of them is Mercury. So, alright, what it says here, um, retrogrades happen regularly, so obviously don't worry about it. Everything is in cycles. Sometimes there's Delays. Oh my god, that's what's going on with me. <laughs> oh my god, a delay in thinking too. <laughs> it just hit it just dawned on me. No wonder. Alright, um Pluto retrograde is the first one. Started from April 25th and it will go retrograde until October 5th. And it's deep and intense in its themes, according to this article on Bustle. 
Pluto represents our transformational power and how we evolve. Now, during the Pluto retrograde period, which happens every year for five months, now we have a chance to re-examine our relationship with power and with secrets. And we also have an opportunity to transform ourselves on a core level. Additionally, Pluto being one of the generational planets has the power to create shifts in society during its retrograde by changing the power dynamics and bringing hidden truths up to the surface. Wow. Well, we'll see what happens in the next five months. The next one is Saturn retrograde, which started on May 11th and will go through September 29th. Then it will go back direct. So Saturn is the strict and serious planet, which always doles out tough love and hard-earned lessons through its transits. So Saturn retrograde periods are a time to redefine our personal and professional boundaries, as well as take a long, hard look at the responsibilities currently on our cosmic plate. This year, Saturn is also working in tandem with the other retrograding planets to create change on a much larger scale. Pluto retrograde, retrograde is being supported by the dismantling power of Saturn, they say. There's a lot to be learned here about deconditioning and redefining our societal structures. The next one to go retrograde is Venus. Venus retrograde started from the 13th of May and will go through June 25th. So basically through all of bride season, wedding season. Oh, well. So perhaps the most noteworthy of the retrogrades beginning during Taurus season belongs to Venus. This is considered to be one of the personal planets and has major influence on our day-to-day lives. Sweet Venus rules over the way we love and value. This includes everything from romance and beauty to money and luxury. When you add the influence of Venus and Gemini to the retrograde season, it helps us redefine our values in the realm of truth, knowledge, opinion, and communicating our needs and relationships. Rachel says, I don't know who Rachel is, but that's what she says. <laughs> Venus retrograde will force us to reckon with our baggage surrounding money and romantic relationships. So we should be able to get ready and use our words to work through the issues. Now, because of Venus retrograde, I did see a meme or something that said, watch out because the X's might be coming back. And then I started seeing a lot of posts on Instagram, people talking about X's, your ex might be trying to contact you. And I think they're just trying to grasp at straws because Venus is retrograde. Just saying. All right. The next one is Jupiter. Jupiter is retrograde from May 14th through September 12th. So one day after Venus begins her backspin, Jupiter will follow suit. Jupiter is considered the luckiest of all the planets in astrology. It does bring blessings, expansion, growth, and learning in all areas of our lives. But now that it's going backwards, basically, uh, that said, this Jupiter retrograde period should actually 
offer us a lot more outwardly positive and easy flowing energy than some of the other planets. Jupiter is supporting the magnification of our true well-being through its retrograde. During the upcoming Jupiter retrograde journey, now we can explore different forms of spiritual self-care and consider new philosophies in life, as well as discover other ways to expand consciousness and involve ourselves. Evolve. All right. Pallas retrograde. This is Pallas Athena or Pallas Athene, which is an asteroid. And this is in retrograde as well from May 18th through September 5th. It's not technically a planet, of course, but it's significant in astrology. Pallas represents our inner warrior of reason. And it says that this cosmic force governs over how we make big and difficult decisions or plans helps us to temper our base instincts like rage or lust without sound or with sound judgment and reasoning during its retrograde we may be forced to reconsider plans when it comes to personal projects or creative endeavors and our society at large may have to do the same palace retrograde is the icing on the cake reminding us to get back into history to find what has and hasn't worked in our societal structures. We can use what we find to level up consciousness into a new collective paradigm. So they say, there you have it. (laughs) The scoop on all five retrogrades that are kicking off this spring. If you're intimidated by the cosmic intensity of the upcoming retrograde season, don't fret. Call on the grounding energy of Taurus season by doing a witchy self-care ritual, work with some protective crystals to stave off your bad vibes, or the, the in general, not your, but in general, bad vibes, sorry. And keep in mind everything you should avoid during a retrograde to minimize the drama. So there you go. That's really cool. Now, if you want more information, they have articles on how Each of these will affect your zodiac sign, and that's on bustle.com, B-U-S-T-L-E.com. Okay, guys, I'm going to take a quick break, and did I already read? God, I I literally just don't know what the hell's going on because I was abducted just now. (sighs) I'm like, now I'm burning up. Now comes, we're getting all, all kinds of energy coming in right now as mm, a solar wind energy I'm pretty sure did I even read the lesson forgiveness is the only gift I give I'm pretty sure I read this I hope to God I read this <laughs> I think I did all those and then I did the other thing I don't even know what happened because I think I was just abducted. It really freaked me out to hear someone walking in my hallway. I didn't even open my door. I was kind of scared. It's like, who the hell's in my in my hallway? I know my son's asleep. Oh, here we go with this horn. <laughs> I decided, guys, I'm going to start doing my show earlier in the day once I get settled into the new place. And I'm excited about that. 
because I feel like we don't need to hear that damn horn every day. (laughs) Anyway, um, that's it. I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, we're going to talk about some earth changes and get into some weird news stories right after this message. Stay tuned. take a cosmic nap in the middle of the first half I 
got done and I just was so exhausted that I had to lay down again and I just laid down and I set my alarm for like 30 minutes apparently I snoozed it like three or four times but when I finally woke up I suddenly have this bruise in fact I've got two bruises on my arm out of nowhere oh my god and what looks like a scoop mark but I think it's just a shadow somehow but I got like a red bruise and inside it looks like an emblem of um, almost of the Pleiadians and then I've got below that a purple bruise very thick and it feels like someone gave me a shot you know when you get a shot and a lot of medicine is put in and the medicine kind of accumulates in the muscle so it leaves like kind of a knot and then um, it'll dissipate over time yeah I have one of those and it it's like it looked like some kind of a hypo spray not there's not a needle mark but it's like a hypo spray I'm trying to see I don't know it's almost like a diamond pattern both of these are kind of like a diamond pattern I think someone abducted me again and gave me I don't know what <laughs> I don't know maybe it's a vaccination against COVID-19 <laughs> Maybe it's vaccination against dengue fever, by the way. All of Ecuador, apparently. There's been another outbreak of dengue fever. It happens every seven years. I just happen to be lucky enough to be in Ecuador at this time during the recent outbreak. And it's not just in the jungle. I'm not in the jungle. It's in the mountains. It's everywhere. And I've been bitten by a bunch of mosquitoes in the past few days. And then I heard about that. I'm like, oh, great. The first time you get it, it's just, it's like super painful. Apparently your joints hurt a lot. Second time you get it, I guess you can die from it. So there's that then. <laughs> oh, speaking of disappointments, but this is crazy. I, I don't know. Whoever abducted me and if they did something good for me I hope to God it might just be anti-mold I mean maybe they saw you know you know that I've been tagged <laughs> I'm like their zoo animal they you know they have a monitor somewhere on me going oh look she has these uh, mycotoxins in her body and we better pick her up and give her hypo spray stat <laughs> Like, really, what the hell? It's like this massive bruise. It's purple, and the other one's kind of red. That's <coughs> crazy. I, I don't know. I, I feel like they're looking out for me, though, but it's really disturbing every time this happens, damn it. Anyway, um, all right. It started to rain. It's raining like crazy outside. The dogs have been barking like crazy outside as well, and there's been a lot of fire, I'm not fire engines, um, ambulances, and possibly police cars. A lot of sirens going off tonight, and no one on the road anymore. Earlier, these people in the big transport truck 
had a bunch of restaurant equipment. My son and I came to the conclusion that they were looters stealing from a restaurant because all the restaurants are closed right now. Like, wow, there would be no better time than to commit crimes like that, right? <laughs> anyway, okay. So I'm sitting here. I was I was hot earlier. Now I'm burning. You know, I was burning up. Now I'm really, really cold. And I'm, I have my meditation um, scarf wrapped around me. It's fuchsia. The color alone makes me feel warm. <laughs> it's so bright. Anyway, um, let's get into the earth news. Let's see who we get to pray for this week. Watchers.news is where I go for this information. So the first story started out last Saturday. Sonic boom was reported as daylight fireball explodes over Washington state. Oh, that's fun. Wow. There was a dozen eyewitness reports (coughs) that were submitted to the American Meteor Society. And apparently it startled many people. Well, yeah, I can imagine. Now this is a this is a really fun little uh, ditty. <laughs> the closest black hole to Earth has been discovered just 1,000 light years away. Freaking great! That's all we need, man. Can you imagine doing all the spiritual work and then just be sucked up by a damn black hole? It's like, you know, the closest black hole to Earth, lying just a thousand light years away, has been discovered by a team of astronomers from the European Southern Observatory and other institutes. And they believe that they're going to find more similar black holes in the future. So, great. Just great. I mean, I guess it's good we can locate them, but you can't really escape a black hole. You just get kind of sucked in and break apart. And it's kind of over. That's like super close you know, astronomy-wise. Moving right along, (laughs) anon. Oh my god. What the hell did they give me? I feel kind of drugged now. Seismic activity still ongoing in Reykjanes Peninsula, but a number of earthquakes, but the number of earthquakes has decreased significantly. Of course, that's in Iceland. We've been reporting on this for weeks now. Um... No, I guess that's it. You know, just... They do have some seismic activity, but less. All right, good. 2020 Northern Hemisphere NLC season forecast. Noctilucent clouds, I guess. That's what NLC means. Looks like people have been interested in it because there was a record-setting outbreak across the Northern Hemisphere. And they expect that late May to early June there'll be more NLC clouds. So, I don't know. I mean, I look at these pictures and I just think, well, so, so what? I don't see the difference between these kind of clouds and, you know, just the random clouds I see here. Not a lot different. They look kind of like they're slanted and 
long and skinny, but a friend of mine sent me these cosmic threaders, his handle on, um, on Instagram, and he's been sending me a lot of cloud pictures, and one of them recently looks like maybe they might have been the NLC clouds, and it looked like a word, and I'm like, I don't know what the letters are. He's like, it says wisps. <laughs> there are wispy clouds that say wisps. Like, literally, it was like W-I-S-B-S across the sky. Totally weird. Maybe those were NLC clouds, I don't know. Anyway, an Arctic outbreak unleashes rare snow and record cold in parts of the northeastern U.S. and Canada. Oh, my God. It's May, and you're getting record snow right now record cold that's yeah it says right here it's uh an intense arctic outbreak brought rare may rare may snow and record cold temperatures to parts of the northeast u.s as well as ontario canada over the weekend that's last weekend and they expected uh cold temperatures to remain for much of the week before the warmer air returns to the eastern U.S. That's crazy. Well, I guess the sun sunshine their way. Strong eruptions at Sakurajima Volcano in Japan. Um, wow, that's... Uh, strong eruptions continued at the Minamidake Crater at Sakurajima, a Japan volcano. Um, they had a level three near crater warning in effect. And there was a strong explosion on April 27th. And ash plume was over three kilometers high. That's not terrible though. I guess from the cone. Not from like the ground, but that's crazy. All right. There was a massive dust storm that barreled through Delhi, India. Sunny morning skies were dark by noon as a massive dust storm enveloped Delhi, India in a sudden change of weather on Sunday. The storm came after the city recorded the season's second hottest temperature. So I guess, I don't know what to do dust storm. Hmm. I guess send them rain, right? Not too much. We don't want them to flood, but send them some. And to Japan, let's just send them some, I don't know what. Can't send people mask energy because of all the ash in the air. There was a lot of ash in the air here the other day. I feel like maybe the day before yesterday, I feel like there might've been another Sangay volcano explosion. Anyway, let's uh, head on over to Rwanda, where 72 lives were claimed in the destructive floods and mudslides. And it was just a few days of that, on May 11th, you know, uh, is when it was reported. There was extensive damage to infrastructure, livelihood, and properties. And they witnessed many weather disturbances. So, let's send some sunshine over to Rwanda. Hell storms, 
claimed 29 lives. Holy crap. Hail claimed 29 lives. That must have been some massive hail. The damage was up to 25% of Malihabad mangoes, Uttar Pradesh in India. Now, they've got a lot of stuff going on in Uttar Pradesh lately. Heavy rains and hailstorms lashed Uttar Pradesh on the 10th of May, resulting in 29 fatalities across 15 districts. The storms also led to 25% loss of the fruit in the mango belt. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I think Uttar Pradesh, Pradesh is the second largest mango producer in the world. I love mangoes. They do grow here in South America, too, and Central America as well. Mangoes are freaking best fruit in the world and by the way if you ever eat mangoes don't ever suck on the skin don't put the outer skin in your mouth because it is related to poison ivy and it could create a lot of um, rashes around your lips and and, uh, chin and in your face you know like on on your cheeks and stuff my um, kids and I were eating mangoes like crazy in Mexico they're so full of vitamin A and vitamin C and they're just obviously incredible fruits. And we were like licking on the skin, like trying to get that last bit of it. Right. Cause it's so good. And, um, we started breaking out on our face and my oldest looked it up. Turns out mangoes are actually related to poison ivy. So when you eat one, the best way is to cut, um, you know, find how it, it lays like where it looks flat just cut the top layer off and scoop it out with a spoon and throw the skin away. Wash the skin really well before you cut it open. But then you just cut the seed out and just eat it. And I, I like to scoop it out with a spoon. It's easiest. It's less messy. You know, Virgo me. Anyway, uh, TC Ambo Vung Fung. I don't even know what the hell I'm saying right now. <laughs> what? TC? I don't know. It says TC Ambo Vung Fung to make landfall over the Philippines. Uh, the 2020 Pacific Typhoon. Oh, okay, so it's a storm. <laughs> I'm like, is it related to Godzilla? Ambo Vung Fung? I, I don't know. All right. <laughs> The 2020 Pacific Typhoon season's first named storm. And they named it Ambo Fong Fong, I guess. Tropical Depression Ambo, first named storm of the Pacific Typhoon 2020 season, has developed east of Mindanao in the Philippines as of 2 o'clock UTC time, May 12th. The storm was almost stationary with maximum sustained winds of what looks like 56 miles per hour. You could read more at watchers.news. I'm going to move on, though. Let's send them some sunshine. Sunshine to the Philippines. A bright fireball streaks across the sky over Louisiana in the United States at 145 UTC on May 11th. The American Meteor Society received 24 reports about the events and eyewitnesses as far north as Bogu Chito in Mississippi 
I guess, saw it. And it it talks about other people who saw it. If you want to read that, watchers.news. Severe storms spawn damaging tornadoes and hail in northern Mexico. Oh, man. So parts of northern Mexico were struck by hail and tornadoes as storms hit over the past few days. One twister. Oh, my God. I didn't, honestly, I didn't even know tornadoes went to to Mexico. So, one twist ripped through Apodaca in Nuevo León on Saturday afternoon, May 9th, and another in Juarez. You know what? I was thinking it must be in Juarez, in Juarez, Chihuahua. So, Juarez, Mexico is a very well-known drug cartel, Mexican drug cartel uh, city. And it used to be a nice little border town. You just cross over from Texas. My mom used to go there. Um, when my brother was little, she used to take him down there and just go buy medicine, go buy whatever, you know, go get a dentist appointment because dentist dentistry in Mexico for some reason is excellent and also cheap. So, um, my mom would go down there for that and I think to buy inhalers, just different things. Um, I, I didn't know her back then. I didn't meet her till I was in my 30s because she gave me up for adoption but kept my brother. Anyway, um, they, used go, they used to go to Mexico to all the little border towns. And Juarez used to be a kind of a fun, jaunty place to go spend an afternoon before heading back to the States. And my brother told me a few years ago that 250,000 people good good people left because the town is getting so dangerous and so corrupt and now it just seems like it's a place a haven for the bad people basically or at least people that are part of the cartel and all there's a lot of violence there it's really bad so now they're being struck by hail and tornadoes so you know I don't know. Should we send anything or just let them take their punishment? I don't know. I guess out of the goodness of our hearts, we could send some sunshine their way. But that's crazy. I I knew it. I just had a gut instinct. It was Juarez in Chihuahua. And it even is funny because even in Better Call Saul, they mentioned Chihuahua, Mexico. And I didn't realize that that was a province or state that Juarez is in. Pretty crazy stuff. Okay. Wow. Mogadishu was hit by months worth of rain in 24 hours. This kind of crap has been happening for weeks. It's very weird. Seven people were killed and that was in Somalia. You know, you hear months worth of rain, you think, oh my God, it's going to be feet of rain. No, uh, 2.3 inches only. Not a lot of rain, but when the ground is so dry, it won't soak up the rainwater. Then that's when floods can happen. So, yeah, let's see. But basically, they're just saying that floods and damages were reported. So. Let's send some sunshine over to Somalia, to Mogadishu. There was a 6.6 earthquake that hit Santa Cruz Islands 
at intermediate depth. And then they say San and Solomon Islands. I guess it's two sets of islands nearby each other. In the Temotu province. I don't know. It just says basically it happened at 2241 on May 12th and part of May 13th felt it as well. I guess depending on what time zone you looked at. Anyway, the 6.6 earthquake had a depth of 69 miles. And the EMSC, though, reported it was at 79 miles deep. So it's not terribly shallow. Intermediate, I guess. All right, moving right along. Um, There were earthquake swarms under the volcano Loihi in Hawaii. And they have reported increased seismic activity. In fact, they had over 100 earthquakes that were detected, and there you go. So, that's crazy. 100 volcanoes, I mean 100 volcanoes, 100 earthquakes and under Loihi Volcano, basically. Alright, days of heavy rain has now caused deadly floods and landslides in Guatemala. Oh, Send them them some sunshine. Heavy downpours over the weekend triggered floods and landslides in Guatemala. Three people were killed and it caused buildings to collapse. And the victims were said to be the first casualties of the rainy season. Which for them is from May to November. So I don't know what area they're in. When I arrived there in April... Guatemala was the first country I went to to live and uh, April was the day that was literally the first day of winter the day of the rainy season crazy so I guess that Bongfeng Ambo has rapidly intensified into a typhoon I don't know. Volcanologists warn of a possible Mayon Lahar flows. <clears throat> I don't understand half this stuff when it's related to this one. I'm just like, what is a Lahar flow? I, I, I don't even know. But they are saying now the storm is now packing a maximum sustained wind of 130 kilometers per hour or 81 miles per hour so it's doubled since it started I guess there are ongoing ongoing weekly volcanic reports for 15 volcanoes and that's it no new volcanic activity except just the ongoing reports so interesting they say Cleveland. I don't know what that means. Really? Cleveland, Chuganadoc Island, USA. That's supposed to be a volcano. There's a volcano in Cleveland? I don't know why that... I'm just going to ignore that. And You guys could check out that article at watchers.news. 
can handle that. Again, with the Typhoon Vong Fong Ambo. Now they're now... Uh, man, I'm like starting to fall asleep again. Now they're now. What the hell? Very dangerous Typhoon Vong Fong Ambo makes landfall over eastern Samar in the Philippines. And it brought violent winds and intense heavy rains over the northern portion of eastern Samar. So, I don't know, and more. It goes on. If you want to read the article, you can. But that's, like, kind of nuts, right? That's, um, they keep reporting this exact story, so must be massive. Let's send sunshine their way. I wonder if you could send someone calm wind. That doesn't make sense, right? But sunshine we can pray for. Here we go again with this. All night we've been hearing this. I'm going to go check it out. You guys can be a part of the part of the action. Oh no, it already went by. You know what? Honestly, when I hear a siren like that, it's alarming. Obviously, alarming. Oh, pun intended. But I guess it gets really more annoying when it gets closer because it's then it's like, man, I hope to God that they're not going to stop in my neighborhood. You know, please don't stop on my block because no one wants to believe that COVID-19 is in their neighborhood. I just assume because, you know, there before there's like maybe one or two ambulances a night and now we're getting like 10, 12 ambulances a night during the day too. It's crazy. Did I tell you guys about this shooting? I don't even think I mentioned this this week. Um, there was a shooting. Um, my son and I are just hanging out, looking out the window like we do. And this, uh, cop, (laughs) police officer fired upon a car for being out late at night, maybe. Maybe they're a criminal. I don't know. But they, they shot two warning shots towards a car that was driving ahead of them about nine o'clock at night. Just blew our minds. We're like, what the hell, actually? It's funny that that they didn't, on Watchers News, um, talk about the dengue fever outbreak here. But they also don't talk about, they don't talk about diseases. It's this mostly just earth changes. All right. As you can tell, it's just the mold as well as whatever the hell's blooming outside has been getting to me lately. All right. Strong advection. See, another word I don't know. Strong advection of Saharan dust from North Africa into Europe. Oh, my God. That's all we freaking need. So, a huge load of Saharan dust is moving across the Mediterranean Sea into southeastern Europe with additional deposits expected in the coming days. According to the Severe Weather Europe, that's what it says, Severe Weather Europe meteorologists, the dust may also reach Ireland and the UK. Well, if you guys are in Ireland and the UK, 
just please wear your masks. Don't go outside and keep your windows closed. You don't want to be breathing in the Saharan dust. Research has revealed that... I don't even know how I'm going to say this. It's in Hawaii. Puhehonu is now the Earth's biggest and hottest shield volcano. Even though it's barely visible, as only a portion of its tip is even exposed above the seafloor. And I'm going to go to this article because this is insane. Puhehonu means turtle surfacing. I'm trying to go to, I'm waiting for it to load. So the name of this volcano means turtle surfacing for air. I don't know. It doesn't look much of like a turtle to me, but all right. And anyway, it's 684 miles northwest of Honolulu. It's a shield volcano. It's it's 4,500 meters or 14,764 feet from the seafloor. And it's from a single source of molten rock. And anyway, if you want to read it, it's like pretty, it's like a pretty long article. Oh man, I just feel in like this massive sleeping energy again. We're being hit hard, hard, and it just started. It's supposed to be all weekend and now through Monday with the solar winds. And we might be getting hit hard by other things from outer space. This is nuts. Anyway, so there we go. Um, And last but not least, a strong and shallow 6.5 earthquake hits Nevada. And aftershocks were reported. This was at the border with California. Man. But what, which one, which border? It doesn't really say what city. I mean, there's all of Nevada touches California on the one side. So <clears throat> anyways, a strong and shallow earthquake. It was registered by the USGS as 6.5. And the reported depth was 6.2 miles. According to EMSC. And It just says the agency reported four miles. So one, oh, USGS, they said four miles. That's it. And EMSC, they said 6.2 miles. That's called, even called 5.1 miles. But so that's, that's a shallow and strong earthquake. They're right. So there you have it. That's earth news already. That's it. So we're going to go to Coast to Coast AM, see what kind of funny news stories we can uh, scare up, I guess. Well, I'm just going to jump in to some of the headlines on Coast to Coast instead of reading the whole article like I do sometimes with the weird news. So here we go. Uh, Drug makers are spending lots of time with compounds found in the venom of animals such as scorpions, snakes, and snails. Wait, snails have venom? 
that's really freaking weird. Anyway, that's in the hopes they'll yield new drugs for diabetes or cancer or something like that, I guess. Um, not just, you know, draining the snail venom just to get high, nothing like that. <laughs> that's a very odd, odd way of putting it. And the hopes they'll yield new drugs. Yay, new drugs. That's according to the San Francisco Gate. Um, the X-37B space plane's microwave power beam experiment is a way bigger deal than it seems. And it's going to launch on May 16th. Ooh, today. Ooh. It will carry a technology that could eventually allow drones to stay aloft indefinitely anywhere on the globe. Huh. That's odd. Uh, People have started to kill native bees that we desperately need in order to not have murder hornets come their way. People are panicking over this. Hmm. The national panic has led to the needless slaughter of native wasps and bees. And these are beneficial insects whose populations are now were already threatened. Great. That's according to LA Times. Project Blue Book TV show was canceled. Aw, so sad. Um, they're just not going to renew it. I don't know why. I, I remember when I was living in the 1970s there was a show called Project Blue Book so maybe they revitalized that but it's about the FBI files and they were looking into um, reports of UFOs and they always concluded that it was like a weather balloon or something they always poo-pooed it and made it sound like it wasn't real didn't exist so And, and when they didn't know they'd say we don't know we didn't know what it was, but they never once said, it's definitely not of this earth. You know, my dad and I were disappointed every week when that show would come out and they would be like, oh, well, nothing here to see folks, just a downed weather balloon, you know, pretty much. I remember being disappointed early on because I wanted to believe and I do believe. And now I've had proof. Now I got proof of my damn arm right now that they, whoever they are, are real. So, uh, let's see. Uh, some of these just look too dumb to read. Sorry. I'm like, I am censoring, but you can always go to coast coast am.com to read some of these. The air force space plane will test a new energy source that will enable space vehicles to stay in orbit indefinitely. That sounds awesome. Scientist says that octopus-like creatures inhabit Jupiter's moon. Ooh, that's where they come from. British scientist says unusual life is likely under the ice, icy surface of the moon Europa interesting um what 
someone found a weird newspaper clipping. And here's the headline from 1875. Child born with the head of a cat and the feet of a chicken. Okay. It's just... I mean, maybe they're partly in, but let's just move on. Astrophysicist does not debunk Navy UFO videos. Okay. That's all right. Moving along. Um, apparently, there's a coronavirus-inspired hairstyle that has proven popular in Kenya. In the biggest slum that they have, I guess. It's a weird way of wording this, but I'm just gonna, I'm ignoring that. Are ghosts haunting the British Museum? Well, I certainly hope so. I mean, there's a lot of stuff there that's was taken from people's homes, and I think sometimes people like their stuff and they stick around for their stuff. Unless there's your hauntings, I don't know. Inexplicable noises, spectral sightings, sudden drops in temperature. Something strange is going on at the Venerable Museum. According to 1843 magazine. Scientists did obtain a lucky image of Jupiter. The photo shows the glowing regions of warmth that lurk beneath the gas Giants cloud tops. Very interesting. The Holocaust survivors who had psychic experiences and the man who documented them. So following the Holocaust, tales circulated about survivors having supernatural experiences. And one New York journalist documented them obsessively, it says. Very interesting. There's more to the article if you want to go to Coast to Coast AM and, and look it up. I'm looking at the in the news section. Alright, so former Senator Harry Reid believes in aliens and urges the politicians to not be afraid. Reid says the Pentagon must continue investigating UFOs with no boundaries on what we're looking for. Interesting. I don't even know. I'm not even going to say that one. Sorry. Sorry for the delay there. Boom heard in Washington State, which we already went over. Egypt defies archaeologists. Oh my god. Archaeologists. Protests. By relocating four ancient sphinxes. Whoa. Now waiting unveiling of in Tahrir, Tahrir Square. The ram-headed sculptures join a pink granite obelisk dating to the reign of Ramses II. Holy crap, another... Oh I'm, oh, I'm just getting the chills. There's another footsteps in my hallway, guys. If I fall asleep, I'm being abducted a third fucking time. 
what the hell? Is there a ghost in here? No. I'm, I'm freezing. I feel like there must be a spirit, but there's not. God, is there any spirits in here? No. Uh-uh. Are there ETs in my hallway right now? My door's not moving, and they're here. They're here. They're freaking here. I'm afraid to open the door, honestly. They're probably afraid to open the door, too, because I might totally panic. I don't have any weapons, guys. Oh, my God. Is it anyone that I channel? No. Is it the Greys? God damn it. It's the Greys. They're here. They're here. (laughs) You guys, I don't know, just help me with the mold thing, yeah? And the asthma thing. I'm just gonna keep trying to do the show, but I just freaking heard them in there again. If I fall asleep again, guys, I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of doing my show, but no, they have to come and abduct me twice. Now, I guess thrice. Maybe they have to come and see how well their little shot has taken. It's half, it's gone half down, so my body's gotten, I'm actually breathing better. I think they're saving my life, guys. I'm probably from their home planet and I forgot, you know what I mean? They're just like my buddies and I don't know them. I don't remember them. All right, let's keep going with some of these stories, or at least the headlines. Um, Sinkhole has opened near the Pantheon. (coughs) Revealing 2,000-year-old Roman paving stones. Inside the hole, sinkhole, archaeologists found seven ancient slabs made of travertine which is a type of sedimentary rock. All right, cool. The moon mysteriously disappeared 900 years ago. <laughs> and scientists think they know why. Oh, we might have to read this. This is too bizarre. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to read about the moon disappearing. I'm like getting nervous and now I'm like burning up. I think because I'm like got a little jolt of adrenaline. Now I'm like, why are they in the hallway? They're not in my room. Oh my God. Maybe they're abducting my son. There's like nothing I can fucking do about this because if I go in there, they'll just zap me at their ray or whatever they do. him tomorrow if he's got these weird marks on his arm and bruises also. Alright, I'm going to read this story to you guys and just try to ignore the fact that there's aliens in my hallway. The the moon mysteriously disappeared 900 years ago. Alright, let's see what happened. On the night of May 5th, 1110, (laughs) the moon above medieval England disappeared during a very disastrous year of famine and bad weather. A millennium later, scientists have come up with an unexpected possible answer, volcanoes. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. 
900 years ago, a sky watcher in England witnessed a total lunar eclipse. That must have been baffling, even terrifying, despite the fact that the night was clear and the stars shone brighter, the moon just uh, vanished. Great. During the unusually dark ecliptic blackout, the moon was so completely extinguished with all that neither light nor orb nor anything at all of it was seen, the person reported in a manuscript called the Peterborough Chronicle, adding that the dark moon continued nearly until day and then appeared shining full and bright. Hmm. In the millennium since, nobody has come up with a comprehensive explanation for the, for the bizarre occurrence. But to explain what might have caused the eerily black eclipse, which occurred on the night of May 5th, they just said this, 1110, a team of scientists examined tree rings, they surveyed ice cores, and scoured historical archives. In a recent paper published by Scientific Reports, the researchers suggest that a forgotten cluster of volcanic eruptions from 1108 to 1110, those are the years, possibly from Japan's deadly Mount Asama, ejected a dust veil over Europe, which created the shadowy eclipse. I feel very lucky to have the opportunity to work with old trees, ancient texts, and an, and ice core data," said lead author Sebastian Guyer, a paleoclimatologist at the University of Geneva, in an email. He says, I feel like a time traveler. That said, it takes a lot of time and concentration to accumulate natural records of ice cores and tree rings, let alone hunting for relevant information in historic resources from the 12th century Europe, most of which are in Latin. Sometimes you could spend days reading old texts without finding any relevant information related to weather or climate, Guyer noted. You just have to be patient. Fortunately, the team's efforts, which began in 2016, have culminated in a fascinating interdisciplinary collection of records. The authors noted in the study the darkest total lunar eclipses recorded since 1600 Common Era have all been linked to large volcanic eruptions, and the Peterborough Chronicle offers one of the longest, most detailed accounts that we are aware of for any dark lunar eclipse occurring between 500 and 1800 Common Era, which sparked a search for likely volcanic events that may have led to it. So very interesting stuff, right? You could continue the article if you're interested. It it's, goes on. It looks lengthy. So there are uh, there's an article about Ed and Lorraine Warren and their most haunted items, if you want to go look at that article on coastcoastam.com. The Guinness Book of World's Records has now crowned the new world's shortest man. Edward Nino Hernandez of Colombia 
has been officially recognized as the shortest man on earth. You know, I have a friend whose name is Andres. He's from Colombia and he is such a tiny person. He's really little, but normal. Like he's not, you know, um, like he's well proportioned and whatever, but there are places on earth where people are just naturally smaller. But this person, he looks like a little person. Um, oh, he's hugging a dog, a, a golden retriever, which is taller than him. Oh, he looks so cute. Hugging the dog. It says, he might be small in stature, but big in heart. Um, let's see how tall he is. He is shorter than most two-year-olds, and he's 34 years old. He is 72.10 centimeters tall. All right, you know what? I've got, I don't know, 72 centimeters. We're going to look at that right now. I I, I literally have got a measuring tape here. 72. Flip this bad boy over. Ew, what? He's only 28 inches tall. <clears throat> I just lost my voice on that one. Oh my god. He's 28 inches tall. So he's basically two feet and four inches tall. Wow. Oh, I'm glad he won, he won the record. That's kind of cool. He was born in 1986 on May 10th. Oh, well, happy birthday to him. His diagnosis was severe hypothyroidism. That's what um, made him so little. I'm so sorry for him. I hope he's okay. He looks super cute. All right. Um, probably shouldn't call him cute. That doesn't cute always mean like short anyway. I mean, in some sometimes anyway. Um, a guy got hit by lightning and became a concert pianist. <laughs> um, <clears throat> before he got hit by lightning, he barely even listened to music. Wow. I got hit by lightning and I remain unmusical. Very odd. Of course, COVID-19 is fueling a boom in the doomsday bunker market. <laughs> So, according to their dubious marketing claims, so the idea for Vivos, a global community of apocalypse bunkers, I guess four decades ago came to CEO Robert Vecino, but hey, now he could cash in on this idea, right? Um, there are reports of the first official documentation of various recent incidents with unidentified aircraft in restricted airspace along the East Coast. Basically, Navy pilots are reporting encounters with mysterious aircraft. Okay, basically UFO. That's cool, we get to actually hear the reports now. Mysterious inscribed cubes have been found in a river. 60 lead cubes in England a magnet fisherman in England reeled in a haul 
of 60 lead cubes inscribed with strange symbols. Well, he might have just unleashed hell on earth. (laughs) Honestly, I think that sounds like someone who's trying to do alchemy. They're trying to do some kind of magic. And this guy just went and wrecked their spell. So annoying. I do remember birds flying in my room. A doctor recalls hallucinations while battling COVID-19. Great. Dr. Michael Ward, who is 71 years old, he suffered with a fever, muscle pain, and hallucinations in an ICU bed at Hillcrest Hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's crazy. I've been having hallucinations, not today, but when the mold in here was really bad for a couple days, when we're spraying it constantly and battling it, um, it seems to be better today, but I'm tired, but then again, there's aliens in my hallway, I don't know. Not that I'm seeing them, mind you, I don't see them, but I heard them walking. trying to forget that but it's just you know I don't think I had COVID-19 though I think my hallucinations came from the mold is what I'm trying to say I saw things like breathing like I was on acid it's like acid flashbacks if you've ever dropped LSD you know what I'm talking about anyway investigation into an unidentified object that crashed in the desert near Needles, California. Wow. It says, This week marks the anniversary of a strange crash on the banks of the Colorado River where three western states converge. Interesting. Alright, if you want to read that, that's available. We have, we have two more. And then we're done for the night. Two more headlines here. Blacklight experiment shows how quickly a virus like COVID-19 can spread at a restaurant. This was interesting. I saw the clip of this. It's a viral video from Japan that aims to show how easily germs are spread. And so basically, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to read this. I'm going to tell you. This guy put this paint on himself that glows in the dark. And then he just went about his day eating in a restaurant, in a restaurant, like a buffet style restaurant. And then they shut the lights off and turned on the black lights. And and people like had the had the stuff on their arms, had it on their faces, it was on the food, it was on the spoon handles, and nobody knew, you know, until they turned the black light. And they're like, oh my god. This guy he purposely didn't touch anybody, and yet if that had been germs, it would have spread everywhere. So apparently it says making sense of your weird quarantine dreams. People are having bizarre, vivid dreams during COVID-19 quarantine and everyone from doctors to scholars are now compiling and analyzing them. So this might be worth looking into. Hold on and see um, if there's any examples. I like the examples. I mean, I think it's pretty cool that I had a dream about Jane Fonda. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Alright. Um, I don't know. Now the rest of this looks stupid. The image of a diaper means childish, dependent attitudes. 
what the hell that's weird and someone says uh, he had dreamed he was wearing a diaper and that symbolized his feeling ashamed about needing help mom or then someone else said mommy issues this what the hell is this I'm not gonna read this I don't know yeah they're just trying to analyze people's dreams and you know what only you know your own dream symbols and I know that Jane Fonda she's really my spirit animal (laughs) I I think she really came to me in a dream and we had a conversation it might have been a a future dream because it was right before I woke up in the morning and that's when I get my prophetic dreams prophetic dreams usually anyway that's it guys that's all she wrote I am not going to be back on this Monday but a week from Monday because remember I'm still waiting for my internet to be given to me at my other place and I'm moving on Monday so I love each and every one of you and I want to say thank you for your continued loyalty please come back and listen to me in a week (sighs) sorry about that guys I wouldn't I wouldn't take a week off if I didn't have to absolutely have to so anyway that's what's going on but anyway um yeah thank you for your your uh some some of you have become friends of mine and and thank you for your loyalty and continued confidence in in that physical soul speak the podcast and if you think I deserve a people's choice award please mark July 1st in your calendar and in at the end of June and during the month of July I'm going to tell you specifically what you need to do to go nominate Metaphysical Soul Speak the podcast for a Spiritual People's Choice Award basically it's a spiritual category so that's it you know uh, I will be back a week from Monday with all unique and original programming, just like always. And that's basically it. (laughs) I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Remember just to take care of yourself, nurture yourself, sleep when you must, and drink water, and also record any weird bruises or strange markings on your arms. Maybe you're starseed and they're coming back to help you with some health issue, right? That's what I have to believe right now. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it, honestly. I'm just, I'm resolved to live with it. Anyway, wish me luck in my new place and I send my love out to you guys. Tap into the healing grid, remember, if you need it. But I'm signing off now with peace and joy and high vibes of the holy fifth dimension. Until next time, guys, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.